This is Carl Palachuk, and you're listening to the SMB Community Podcast, produced by and for the Small Biz Thoughts community. We're dedicated to making every IT professional a successful IT professional. All right. Welcome, everybody. Uh, This is James Kernan from Kernan Consulting, uh, and welcome to the SMB Community Podcast. Uh, Today, I've got a special guest, uh, a great friend, a longtime customer, uh, and fellow business coach, uh, Tim Taylor. Uh, Tim, welcome to the podcast. James, how are you? Doing great. Doing great. Uh, beautiful morning here in the Midwest, so can't complain about that, but uh, we're, uh, we're certainly facing some uh, unique challenges nowadays, huh? Yeah, it really is. This uh, COVID-19 is really uh, affecting all of us. So broadcasting from the home office today, exactly. <laughs> I'm trying to do my part. There you go. Good. Well, thanks. Thanks for joining, Tim. I, I was excited to get you uh, on the podcast and and let the listeners uh, learn a little bit more about you and your background. You know, you've got a very unique background. Uh, obviously, you've been highly successful, and you've got a couple businesses going now. So, what? Tell me a little bit, or let let everybody know. How did you get into the business? What did that look like, and and when was that? All right. Well, I've been in IT my whole career. It's like thirty plus years. And um, I started out, honestly, you know, I'm, I'm a little older maybe than a few of you that might be listening. Uh, back in the early 80s, uh, before the PC was even invented, I was in, in college and was programming on mainframes, learning that in college. And right. when I wrote my first program, my first business class, I knew immediately that's what I wanted to do. I mean, I just really ate it up. I remember one of my professors giving a special credit problem to the, uh, all his classes. And if you could get that, you'd get a certain number of points added onto your final grade. And I went over to the computer center at the school, you know, there were no home computers back then. And I got there when it opened at like eight in the morning and I left at two in the morning when it closed. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember eating, going to the bathroom, anything. I literally just worked on that program. And I was like one of the only people out of all his classes to get it right. So, um, it was, uh, it was, it just turned into immediate passion. But I worked in the nonprofit world right out of right out of college for a number of years. Um, again, came in as a mainframe programmer. The PC was just getting invented, and uh, somebody said, "Hey, who can install a PC in the president's office, a word processor?" I said, "Well, I know a little bit about them. I can do that." And then somebody else wanted one. Somebody else wanted one, and I, suddenly I became the microcomputer department. And within um, within ten years of installing that first PC, we downsized off our mainframe and ran everything on PCs. Wow. I'd installed about 2000 machines during that 10 years and, you know, multi-generations of machines, but sure. um, the whole headquarters there moved to Florida. I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to ask, where were you at that time? I was in Southern California near San Bernardino area. Yeah. And the organization I was with, they moved to Florida uh, in 1991. So I moved with them. I had to move all of the computers. I had to orchestrate moving all the PCs. We still had a mainframe back then. Um, And then around 90, Four, the decision was made to downsize off the mainframe and rewrite everything to run on PC networks since they were, you know, now becoming a viable force. Right. So, um, uh, built the network up to, you know, six, seven, eight hundred machines. But um, I've always when'd been in networking. I joined. Down, when'd you get down to Florida? Uh, ninety-one. Landed landed in Orlando in ninety-one. It was a lot of fun. The summer, the whole organization moved. Um, I had to sell a house in California, buy a house in Florida move four or 500 computers. We had a baby right in the middle of the move. Wow. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. The summer of 1991, I never want to repeat, but, um, 
but we survived it. And I was with that organization until 97. In 1998, I went to work for a small IT company, just you know, um, long before managed services, things like that were around. And um, the guy gave me a desk and a phone. It was keeping everything I brought in, basically. So I said, you know what? I can do this myself. So I started um, my own company out of the trunk of my car in 1999 by myself. I was 40 years old. I had three kids. I had a mortgage. Yeah. I had two car payments, and I had $500 in the bank. And I said, I'm going to make this happen, or I'm going to die trying. Yeah. And I had to make it work. You know, when you're, when you're, I think you succeed the most everybody does when your back's against the wall and yep. you have to make it work. I borrowed a few thousand dollars from my best friend back in Tennessee. He said, you can pay me back in a year and I paid him back in six months and um, never look back. Today we're 15 employees and we're maintaining, you know, 2000 machines or so out there. We're a full managed service provider and I've grown up in the industry, so I've done literally everything except designing websites. I've literally done everything you can do in this business. Right. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, congratulations. I, I've known you for a long time and have seen the success that you've created there with uh, TaylorWorks. Uh, so that's fantastic. What, um, so tell me a little bit more. What else are you doing? I, I know you authored a book. Tell us about the book. Yeah, well, when I started my company in 99, I looked for a book. Literally, before I started the company, I looked for a book you know, how to start and run a successful IT company. Managed services wasn't really around back then and I couldn't find it. And I finally found a book on starting a computer store. It was all I could find. And uh, I said, this, this, is, this is a needed resource. Somebody needs to write this book. Right. So literally I didn't have time for it, honestly, as my company was doubling in size every few years. And so I finally sat down around 2011 and just kind of wrote down the chapters. I think this is what a person needs to know if they want to do this. And uh, I didn't really get earnestly started on it until around 2014. And uh, by 20, end of 2016, I had it written and got it edited and, and put it out there. So I wrote how to start and run a successful IT company. It's up on Amazon now. And then I saw a real need for, you know, everybody needs a good coach and especially guys just getting started. Right. Um, they just don't know what to do. And they need someone kind of, look, this is the most important thing you need to do and kind of holding them accountable to get that done. So I started Tim Taylor Consulting Group. And basically I like working with startups, people that are just getting started, that have under a million dollars a year in revenue. Um, and you know, like, what is a PSA? What is, what is this, what is that? What should I buy? How should I do it? And I tell people, listen, I've made every mistake you can make in this business from not charging enough to hiring bad employees. And I wanna keep you from doing the same things I did. And right. so let me work with you and, and help you navigate this world and you can build a successful practice. So that's what I've helped uh, a number of people do. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Yeah. I've read the book. It's fantastic. And, and you mentioned there, there really isn't anything like that out there. I mean, there are very, very few books that really will, you know, there's slivers of uh, knowledge that's out there on books, right. On selling and marketing and building a managed service practice or cloud practice, but there's not anything about getting your business started in this industry. And it's, you know, if you, if you had it to do all over again, would, would you do it? I would do it. Absolutely. Uh, I think a lot of people that are, have an entrepreneurial mind, they've at least got to try. Yeah. And I just had this problem with putting in all this effort and seeing my boss get all the money. And I, I just couldn't, <laughs> I just couldn't quite do that anymore. And uh, one of the things with the, not, <clears throat> excuse me, with the nonprofit I was with, I raised money sometimes, but that money was kind of covering my salary. So if I raised it, I got it. And I couldn't quite get right. used to, 
all right, I'm doing all this work, but somebody else is getting it. And so I was like, no, that's not going to work for me. So um, I just went out there and did it on my own. And, it, you know, you go through tough times. We went through the big recession in 2008. And what that did just slowed our growth quite a bit. We were just kind of breaking, you know, we were just, we leveled off and then things took off again. And since 2015, we've doubled in size. So, um, you know, it, 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 there are nothing that you get paid a good salary at or make good money is going to be easy. But right. if you know how to do the work and you know how to do the IT work, there's just no reason why you can't do it. Um, yep. You, you want to do the work yourself, do everything yourself at the beginning. So you learn how to do everything. So if you're managing somebody later that's doing it, you know what they're doing and you know if they're doing it right. But uh, uh, I've seen a few small guys they could just get started. They hire people to go out in the field and do all the stuff for them. Well, that eats up all your profit. I said, right. no, you need to be out there in the field. Just forward your phone to your cell phone or make your cell phone your main number. I mean, I was helping people over the phone and doing billable time and I would get billable time in between appointments. Um, <laughs> and that's the kind of mindset. I literally had a laptop mounted in my car. Remember the old PC MCIA cards you slid, slid in the laptop yeah. had a yep. little antenna on it. I would literally <laughs> get an internet connection the minute I got in the car and I would remote in and do work on server, set up new users while I was driving in between appointments. But I was making that extra hour or two hours a day of billable time. Right. And it really adds up over time. So, you know, I mean, the world has moved into the managed service world. But I mean, um, you just have to have that kind of commitment at the beginning. Just do everything yourself, work hard, build a base of customers, and then you can start, you know, hiring staff and growing things. Yeah. So you said something else I think is really important. I want you to elaborate on because uh, I couldn't agree with you more. When you said uh, in times of adversity, um, you try harder. And uh, absolutely, you know, right at the very beginning of your practice, when your back's up against the wall, you know, you uh, you fought through it and you were successful. So uh, what, what can you share about that with everybody? Yeah, I think letting your customers, never letting your customers down. I used to have a big ring of keys with all of my customers' offices. You know, I had, their, I had a key, I had probably 40 keys on this big ring. And they would call me at four o'clock and say, we need this and this and this. And I said, it'll be done by the time you come in tomorrow. And so I would make that commitment. I told my wife, I'll be home on the weekends, but probably a couple nights a week, I'm going to have to work like this. I never miss a soccer game. I never missed anything with the kids. But during the week, you know, you don't ever want to be seen as a small business. So I basically, when they came in the next morning, everything was done and my back was against the wall. I had to produce that revenue. And, you know, when you have to do it, you figure out a way to do it. And if you think you can just kind of sit in your office and, you know, plug a few things in and start making money, it just doesn't work that way. It absolutely doesn't work that way. So we all do work better when we, when we have to do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that's great. Thank you for that. And I think, you know, again, in today's economic environment with all the uncertainty and the lack of confidence, you know, you, you need to try harder and you need to think outside the box and, and together as a community, we're going to fight through this. You know, the, the, the blessing for us in the technology industry is there's still really strong demand of our services because a lot of our customers, you know, need to work remote. They need more security. They need more support. Um, yep. They need more bandwidth. They need more tools. And that's what we're here to sell and support, right? So I think Absolutely. it's a great opportunity Absolutely. for us. Yeah. yeah, this is a great opportunity for, for IT. You know, through all of this, we're going to be, they're going to look back on this time. And they go, you know what? My IT guys took care of me. I was able to work from home. I didn't have to lose any employees. You know, my guy, they, these guys were there for me. And they, people are going to remember that. 
and you know it makes you shine for them and you know we've set up all of our customers work work remotely you know we had licenses for software already and we got them quickly set up so they could easily uh, go home and work and you know just being there for your customers and and look they, they need to look at you as a very integral part of their business and they can't survive without you so that's that's where you always want to be with a customer okay so let me circle back to something we talked about briefly for just a, a little bit but Tim Taylor Consulting, what, what does a normal uh, engagement look like for you? How, how are you helping? Uh, I know your target audience, you said from a million and below, people typically just getting started or are stuck. You know, we see that a lot, right? Yeah. Uh, yep. What does a normal engagement look like? Can you elaborate on, on that for the listeners? Yeah, usually somebody that's maybe bought my book or found me online or heard me speak at a conference. I speak at a number of things, you know, along with you, James. And uh, they, they meet me and they say, you know, and I always talk about my background and how I got started. And all these guys will come up to me afterwards and say, you know, I, I did the same thing, but I've been stuck for like two years. I don't know what to do next. And, you know, I'll say, listen, everybody needs somebody to look at their business and I'm a coach and I'm, I'm very reasonably priced. And so I get together with them. You know, if we can get together in person, great. If not, we talk on Zoom or whatever. And the first thing I say is, all right, give me a list of your customers. I want to know how much you're billing them. You know, let me see your contract. Um, Normally what I see is someone is not billing enough, they're not charging enough, and their mindset, I always tell them one of your biggest problems, and I, I care about you, but one of your biggest problems is in between your ears. Yeah. You, your mindset of I'm small, I'm not worth this much, and that type of thing will kill your business or keep it from growing. The yeah. mindset is what I really help people change because that is what's holding most people back. And this, um, and time management. I mean, time management is very important when you work by yourself. You know, it's like, I'd like to try out this new product. You could spend 20 hours fiddling with a new product. Well, what about your customers? Why aren't you out there trying to get new business? Well, I'm a technician. I can't get new business. That is absolutely not true. It's absolutely not true. In fact, people trust a technician more than they trust a salesman because right. you're not going to give them any BS. You're going to tell them the truth. <laughs> and I work with people to get those skills built up. How do you walk in the door and get the name of the office manager? How do you walk in the door and find out how many computers they have? You know, what kind of marketing do you do to them? How do you eventually get them to take a meeting with you and talk about their IT and what you can do? How do you actually present a managed service contract? To some people, that's a new thing. They don't know how to do it. They do a lot of break fix work and maybe have somebody on some type of retainer. Get people on a contract. It makes you look more professional and they have contracts for everything else. They have a contract for their copier. They have a contract for their phone system. They have a contract for everything. Why can't they have a contract with you and have a good contract? I share materials with people that I consult with and just help them get their business on a professional basis and then help them when it's time to hire new people. And I like working with people maybe that have a couple of employees and um, they're kind of just capped out. And, and what, what can I do next to grow beyond where I'm at? So that's what I specialize in. All right. Fantastic. Good stuff. Thanks for the wisdom. And, um, agree with, with everything that you just shared. And, and for those of you listening in, I will just tell you, I've known Tim, how long have we known each other? About 15 years now? About 15 years, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I would just say Tim is one of the best natural salespeople you will ever meet in your entire life. Very influential, great speaker. Uh, tell everybody a little bit, uh, I think uh, you, you shared with me uh, before that you joined Toastmasters. And uh, you, I think you won Absolutely. the award there. Why don't you tell everybody about that? 
And, and that's, that's one of the things I recommend that people do. Um, in some cities, there are lots of Toastmasters groups. Sometimes there's big ones. You want to join a big, good group that's got a lot of members, that people that have been in there for a long time and are great public speakers. I mean, they're just fantastic. Some of these guys are retired and they just like to, they like to do something. They come in there and give these incredible speeches. And so somebody came to one of the leads groups I was in and he invited me to come to the Toastmasters group. And I walked in the door and I said, oh my God, why haven't I been here for the last 10 years? I couldn't believe it. And the very first speech I gave, I won the speech of the day, you know, and I've won 10 or 11, 12 speaking trophies in there, but it's organized. This is the kind of speech we want you to give, but it gives, you get that confidence of getting up in front of people and delivering a good speech. So it's very different. I could get up and talk about technology. A lot of technicians talk to me about, but I, I can't talk about other things, whatever. This gives you the ability learned. It's a learned skill on how to do that. Then you can lead um, groups at like your local chamber, you, you, can, you can do talks, cybersecurity talks, you know, things like that at different groups. And then suddenly you become known as the expert. When someone hears you talk in a group, you become known as the expert immediately. And someone will walk up to you after that and say, come, I want you to come look at my IT. I want yep. you to come look at this. I want you to come look at that. I've gotten many customers that way. But um, yeah, I really believe in Toastmasters or some public speaking training group. And I don't care what kind of technician you are. I have seen people that come in there and English is their second language and they win speech contests and their English isn't even very good. It all comes down to passion and delivery and um, passion is the most important thing. But uh, you know, you could, anybody can be trained to do this. Absolutely anybody. Yep. And Toastmasters is an international organization. There should be local chapters for all of you that are listening in. If you haven't heard of it, you know, I think it's just Toastmasters is .com or .org. I think it's .org, Toastmasters.org. Yeah. Find a group in your area, check them out. You can, you can visit multiple times before you join. The fees are very low and you just get to hear some incredible speeches. And then like every meeting too, they'll, they'll uh, at the beginning, not until you're a member, but they'll point to someone in the audience and they'll say, well, they point to a bunch of people one at a time. And they say, give us a one minute speech on this subject. And you've yeah. got to stand up and do that. And boy, that's hard, but you learn. And yeah. the very first time they called on me was the day I joined. And they called me and I, and I looked at the lady and go, you're kidding, right? <laughs> she said, no, you're on. And I'm standing up in front of 50 people and I had to give an impromptu speech for one minute and I won for tabletop. I beat like 15 or 20 other people that day. And this one guy came up to me afterwards and said, um, you know, I've been in this group like 25 years and I can count on one hand the number of people that have won the first time they stood up. <laughs> Wow, but anyway, cool. you know, it's a lot of fun, but you, when you're, if you're not challenged, you're not learning anything. You know, if you, if you know, I know James is a big weightlifter. I mean, if you're not, if you don't put that pain in your muscles, they're not going to grow. I mean, right. you've got to have pain, you know, no pain, no gains. So don't be afraid of it, but, but just getting those speaking opportunities is, yeah. could be very valuable and help you sell. Yeah. Practice, practice makes perfect. And, and like Tim was saying, any opportunity you can to practice, you know, say yes to any speaking engagement, speaking panel. It's a great way for you to market yourself, uh, be a credible resource and build an audience. Um, so I think it's not only important just for you and your business of sales, but it's also a key leadership trait. And yes. I think it's important that you do that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And even at your own customers, if you have a few large customers, they may ask you to come in and do a training class with their employees about, you know, uh, you know, spoofing, spoofed emails or phishing emails, what to look out for, you know, all those different kinds of things that they all of their employees need to know. They may ask you to come in and give a talk to all their employees. So, 
you know, depending on how large your customers are. And that's something you can offer to their employees. Say, hey, I'll come in and do a training class once a quarter or something or once a month, whatever you want. And, um, you know, you presenting yourself well goes a long way. And, and now you have an audience of people from a business and you can say, look, if your spouse or significant other, whatever works, another business struggles, I'm always growing. And, you know, here's my business card. If you want it, give it to your spouse. And, you know, I'd love to go meet their companies. So that's, that's really how you grow. That's fantastic. Well, thanks for sharing with us today. Um, before we sign off, let everybody know, how can they get a hold of you? If they want a copy of your book, they have questions for you, how can they get a hold of you? Yeah, the book is on Amazon. It's how to start and run a successful IT company without losing your shirt is the actual title. And you can also get it on my website, timtaylorconsulting.com. You can get it right from the website there. Uh, it's all, there also is an audible version and uh, a Kindle version. So if you just want to download it, when I first put it out there, I was selling a lot of books overseas, but the shipping was really high. And then I came out with a Kindle version. And so now people just download it overseas. So I don't have to ship them the book, but the audible version uh, is available. I'm, I'm getting that re-recorded with a new voice. Uh, I, I recorded it on not some very good equipment and it didn't sound so good, but it, I'm, I'm getting that redone, but it's up there right now. If you want to listen to it, a lot of IT guys tell me they like to listen to this stuff in the car, but listen to it in the car, listen to it over and over again. And a lot of nuggets are in there of like, oh yeah, man, when I run into this, that's really going to be valuable. So I've had a lot of people tell me they appreciate the things. And if your business is already going, at the very beginning of the book, it's like, I talk about, should you start your own company? And some very basic things you need to know. And, you know, skim through those chapters, but then you've got to start getting into the meat of how to really provide managed services, how to write a good contract, how to hire people. You know, I try to get into the whole thing. It's, it's a comprehensive book. All right, great. Thank you for that. And then what's your, what's your website again? is timtaylorconsulting.com. You can fill out a form on there if you want me to reach out to you and I'll personally reach out to you. And, and um, you know, I have another gentleman that works with me and helps consult too. He sold his business a few years ago and he was an MSP and he does some consulting as well. And he, he's a professional speaker as well in Toastmasters. He's actually got paid for speeches. So he's excellent and I have him work with some people as well. So timtaylorconsulting.com. Super. All right, Tim. Hey, thank you so much for today's time and sharing your, your background and wisdom with everybody. Uh, we're going to go ahead and sign off. Thank you very much. Thanks, James. Thank you for tuning in to the SMB Community Podcast. If you found this useful, interesting, or fun, please subscribe, share with your friends, and give us a thumbs up on your favorite social media. Please check out the show notes at smbcommunitypodcast.com and give us your feedback.